Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gogos. This podcast is dedicated to helping you uncover how to turn your big idea into big business and grow your personal brand into the business of your dreams. Each week, I'll talk to founders of all kinds of businesses, exploring how they launched and grew their companies. Behind every successful business is an epic journey, one that can serve as a roadmap to help you grow yours. The Business of You is all about frank conversations and unique business wisdom for the entrepreneur. It's a chance to tune into the story behind the brand and retrace the path of those who walked this road before you so you can pave your own road to success. Welcome to the Business of You. Welcome to today's show. I am particularly excited today as we are celebrating our 100th episode. And to celebrate properly, we have invited an amazing guest and an OG in the internet space who is none other than Jeff Walker, the founder of Product Launch Formula. Jeff is also the author of the New York Times bestseller, Launch, and he's about to release a new podcast called Dare to Launch. And if it's not obvious by now, Jeff's name is synonymous with launching products, services, and brands on the internet. Jeff has had an online business since 1996, and even though I've heard Jeff's story before of how he got started in the online business world and and launching his own business, today I learned a couple of really fascinating nuggets about his backstory and where his mindset was when he launched his first online business and how he grew it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It is part one of a two-part series you're going to learn so much from Jeff in his incredible journey. And one incredible statistic is that Jeff's formula and his framework has helped his students and his clients launch over a billion dollars of products, brands, and services in the online space. So you'll definitely learn something incredible today from listening to this episode. You should also check out Jeff's website and also invest in the book Launch. It is well worth it. Looking forward to today's episode with Jeff Walker. Enjoy the show. Thank you so much for tuning in weekly to the business of you. Jeff, welcome to the show. How's your day so far? Oh, it's wonderful. Thank you, Rachel. I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you. Well, um, I love to hear people's origin story, um, especially yours. I've I've heard it before, but for those that haven't heard it, it it's such a juicy one, and I think it's something that <laughs> that maybe many before they start their business uh, struggle with. So, please tell us what were your early days like, and what was the inspiration to to start your incredible business. Well, it certainly, it feels like it's been pretty juicy, at times a little too juicy. Um, I I couldn't have written this story if I just wanted to send, wrote, write some fantasy novel. It's been crazy, but it started out way back in the mid-90s. So I've had an online business since 1996. And when I started, I was a stay-at-home dad. I had two young children I was taking care of. Uh, back then, you know, very, very young children, preschool age. And my wife was supporting the family. Um, She had a good job, but, you know, she was working all day long. In the winter, she was driving to work in the dark, coming home in the dark. 
And as a one income family, we were just scraping by. We had very, very little money to go around. And so at one point, my wife came to me and said, um, you know, is there some way you can try to help support the family? If you could make an extra $10,000, you know, in a year, it would just change everything for us. And um, this, it, this was a hard moment for me because, you know, I have to say I was a stay at home dad because I, I had been in the corporate world and it hadn't gone very well for me. I just couldn't figure out I was a square peg in a round hole. It just, it didn't work for me. And I basically quit like probably the week before I would have been fired. And at that point we had, uh, you know, my son was a year old. So I came home, I was home taking care of him. Then we had two kids a couple of years later. So then, and this, this has been going on for five or six years. So at that point in my life, I had a wonderful wife. I had two wonderful kids, but I felt like a professional failure. And now my wife's coming to me and saying, is there some way you can help support me? And, and I'll tell you, Rachel, I mean, there are, there are people in my life that thought I was, a, you know, people in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought like, what is he doing? You know, mm-hmm. because in the, in the 90s, men didn't do that. Yes. They didn't stay home with their kids. Right. You know, so, you know, my mother-in-law wondered, my grandmother wondered, um, you know, what, you know, am I just some kind of deadbeat loser? I mean, that, that's really what it was in the 90s. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, I'm like, okay, I, I, I got to try to come up with some way to make money. Maybe I have this big gap in my resume of five or six years where I hadn't done anything professionally. So I thought maybe I'll go back to school. I was just casting around for all kinds of different ideas. And eventually in that time, I came across this product that talked about selling information. They call it special reports. And and I, I looked at it, it was basically how to get into the publishing business online. And this is, the internet existed then, but barely in a commercial sense. And so it was more about making money on things, services like AOL and CompuServe. Mm-hmm. Some of the listeners might actually remember those. I do. <laughs> the progenitor before. Yeah. Uh, before the internet, uh, before the commercial internet, really. And so I I looked at this and it it seemed to make so much sense. This idea of publishing really is what it was about. And I knew the publishing industry has a long history. And at that point, I was pretty obsessed with studying the stock market. And to the point where I'd gone way back and looked at the Wall Street Journal from 100 years before. So I knew if if the Wall Street Journal had been around for 100 years, there had to be something to publishing. So I decided to take this on. And since I was online and on those various services, I started publishing a newsletter um, that was that was about the stock market because I'd studied the stock market just incessantly. I, I, I was I had no credentials. I wasn't a stock broker. I wasn't a registered investment advisor. I wasn't a commodity, uh, a futures trading advisor. I wasn't any of those things. But I just had studied the market quite a bit. So I started publishing a free newsletter about the stock market. And the first one went out to everyone I knew that had, personally that mm-hmm. had an email address. Like back again, this is mid 90s. So not everyone had an email address. But right. that first e- newsletter I sent it out to, I like to say, I sent it to 19 email addresses. And um, of course, one of those was my second email address. And one of them was my wife's email address. <laughs> so it was outside my home. There were 17 people that got their first newsletter. Um, but it felt better to say 19. I felt more, sure. more felt more legit. <laughs> Close to 20. You know, we have, we have to, you just, 
when you're starting out, you have to take the wins you can you can take. True. And, and so I every two weeks I published that newsletter. It started to spread through word of mouth. People wanted to subscribe. Uh, I had no money into this. It was all sent via blind carbon copy. And so now that I started publishing every twice a month and it started to grow and I figured out how to put up a very basic website and people started to opt in and it grew from, you know, the 17 to 30 to 60 to eventually somewhere when I was, I think I was up, this is, this is just memory right now. I could be completely off, but I think it was around 600, 700, 800 people Mm -hmm. getting the newsletter and it occurred to me that like, okay, well now maybe I can sell something to these folks. Mm-hmm. Because they just making a free newsletter. And then my next problem was that I didn't know how to sell. I literally had never sold anything in my life, except for, you know, bags of donuts when I was a Boy Scout. And, and I didn't do very well at that either. <laughs> um, but uh, how do you sell something? I, I had no marketing experience, no sales experience. So... I started studying, I, every, but no one was teaching online marketing or online sales or anything. Online business was brand new. And so I started studying some of the old masters of direct marketing. Um, and and that's a whole, there, there is a great big pantheon of, of, of expertise going back to the 1920s. And that's what I went to to study to figure out how to, how to sell something. And I, and this, the, the other problem I had, in addition to the experience, was discomfort with sales. I'd never sold anything in my life. And and I thought, if I, these people love me, they like, they really love this free newsletter. If I ask them to give me money, they're going to hate me. And, you know, the big oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can talk about this later, but I know it's something a lot of people struggle with. Yes. And, and it, was a, it was a big struggle for me. But I also knew we were, as a family, we were desperate, Right. right. Very desperate for some some income, and so I came across the, the idea I landed on was I'm going to romance these people. I've been giving them something free, but I'm going to give them even more free stuff, even really better free stuff, cooler free stuff that will naturally lead into what I'm going to try to sell them, which was basically an upgraded newsletter, a better newsletter that came out more often, that had more stuff in it. You know, it's basically the before the the phrase was there, it was the free to fee model. And and so I did that. So that's what I did in like December of 1996, leading into this launch in early 97. I call it a launch now. We didn't call it a launch then. I didn't call it anything then. I just had this paid newsletter that was coming out. And so early January, I sent an email that that said, if you want to get, you know, there's this new thing coming. And if you want to get it, then print out this form and write a check and and mail a check to me. Oh, Wow. That's right. There was no online way to pay back then. There actually, there it was just starting to happen, but it was really complicated. And I had no tech skills whatsoever. So I didn't know how to do online payments. And, you know, I, I think, you know, there there was the very, some companies did it, but certainly yeah. not little companies like mine. And it, or, well, I didn't even think of it as a company back then. But in any case, that first launch it, I made $1,650 in sales. Wow. And that was, I can still remember that first order coming in. Yeah. And I just, I was so blown away that someone would give me money for something that I created. Because in, at that point in my life, I'd only, it, the only money I'd gotten was for, in a paycheck. Mm-hmm. That, so, that I could create something and someone would give me money. That was just, 
I mean, that's what everything I've been building towards, but it went until it actually happened. It was just theory. And, and yes. I was just, oh my gosh. And so that like week, a bunch of, not a bunch of orders, a few orders, but they totaled $1,650. And so, you know, a couple things about that is, I know there's going to be some, a lot of people listening. It's like, well, what's the big deal? Why are you interviewing this guy? <laughs> it doesn't sound that impressive. But for me, that was, it was life-changing because I was just wanted to make $10,000 in a year and right. this chunk of money. Yeah. But I also had this thought, and this is, you know, probably one of the most important thoughts I've ever had. And the thought was, if I just did that once, I can do it again. Mm-hmm. And I can do it again. And I can do it again. And I might even get better at it. And that's what happened is that, you know, three or four months later, I came up with a new promotion for a, for a slightly different product that launched at $6,000 in sales. Then I did the next wow. one did $8,000 in sales. And then it sort of hummed along there. And then there was one that was 15,000 in sales. And then what I'm about to say, all this is going to compress a lot of time. It, it, I'm going to say it quickly. So it's going to yeah. sound like it overnight, but it didn't. Right. But, but basically by, um, by by late 1998, we were talking about my wife Mary coming home from her job, being able to leave her job. Wow! We, we had progressed at that point, and then and we, I did this launch that did thirty four thousand dollars in a week, and that was the one that really brought Mary home. And um, and then it just you know it it kept on growing. I did one that did a hundred over a hundred thousand dollars in a week. Yeah, and that same know, year was it in the late nineties? No, that that one. That was in early 2000. So that okay. was whatever, three years, about three years after that first launch. But that, to, to show where my thinking had progressed in that time frame, the impetus behind that one was to buy a, a home. Actually, it's the home uh-huh. I'm right now, the home where, where I'm joining you from, uh-huh. was we needed to come up with a down payment for it. So I needed like $70,000 that I didn't have. So I was like, okay, I'm going to create another offer and do a launch. It, it did over a hundred thousand dollars with essentially no costs. Yeah. Yeah. The cost was for my mer- the merchant fees, you know, so like 3% or three and a half percent for the merchant fees. And, um, and then, so, I mean, this, you know, Rachel, when I, when I started out, my goal was $10,000 in a year, but yes, but I had also gone through a little bit of a goal setting exercise. I came across this course and they said, you're going to start a business, set out some goals. And there's lots of ways to set goals. You know, there's those smart goals. But this exercise was set the biggest goals you can conceive of that you can believe you could actually possibly do. So the biggest goals. And so I set goals in, you know, every area of my life, my parenting, my my marriage, my adventure goals, um, my physical goals. And my income goal. So the biggest number I could imagine, the absolute biggest that I could ever imagine making was $100,000. And here I was three years later and we you did you know, it. Did a launch yeah. in, in, a week, in a week. It was it was just absolutely wow. insane. Yeah. Was that still financial advice that you yeah. were selling then? Yeah. Yeah. It was basically, wow. I, stopped, I I still was doing newsletters. Okay. I had a course in there as well, but that's a couple of years later, but it's newsletters for both investors and traders, which is sort of two different markets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept on doing that and doing that up until, holy cow, 2005. Hmm. But, but like in, in the early 2000s, I, I went to a, a marketing conference. The first one, I think it was in 2001, I think. 
And I was like, I went to this conference and it's like, wow, I was so, it's like, these are my people. You yes. know, I just, it was an online marketing conference. Where, you know, there's a lot of those now. There were a few of those back then. It's like, well, these are my people. I was so excited to hang out with all these folks. And, you know, at that point, I had no frame of reference that doing a launch that makes $100,000 in a week with no advertising, no cost that that, you know, it, it was just what I did. Right. And I was super pleased and I was super proud, but I didn't know it was unusual. But I went yes. to a marketing conference and I started talking to a few people and they asked what I did. And I told them and I told them about this launch. And and again, I didn't even call it a launch at that point. Um, but it, all of a sudden people were like coming up to me and saying, how did you do that? And so I started helping out a few people. Um, just informally coaching them, not charging them, just, you know, people I'd become friendly with and, and help them out. And, you know, up to that point, I knew all this stuff worked in my business, but I didn't know if it would work for other people. Right. I knew it worked in this financial, you know, investment business, but I didn't know it would work in other markets. It was all theory at that point, but, you know, helped a few people. One uh, woman, you know, she had a business teaching people, men, how to write love letters. And so, <laughs> You know, that was like one of the first markets we touched was writing love letters. It worked in that market. Really? Then, yeah. And then um, and, and then another guy with loan officers, okay, it works there. And then um, a man named John Reese, who had become friends with, and he, John's a brilliant, brilliant uh, entrepreneur. And he had a course he was going to release about um, how to get traffic to your website. Mm -hmm. And so I gave him some help, not a huge amount of help, a few calls, some strategies, some ideas, some copy hooks. And he did a launch that did a million dollars in 24 hours, less than 24 hours, which was just mind boggling to me. And again, I didn't charge John anything for that. I just helped him out because he's a good guy and I, I, I liked helping him out. Yeah. And um, it, that was, that had never been done before. Like in this market, in this market yes. of like small micro entrepreneurial businesses to do a million dollars with a launch, much less a million dollars in 24 hours. Just, it was like that, that four minute mile and the Roger. Right. Bannister. Yeah. Like it just, it broke open the floodgates. But one of the things John did was, he told, he he put out a white paper sort of talking about how he did it. And he very, very publicly credited me. Oh. And all of a sudden my phone starts ringing off the hook for people that want help with their launches. And I'm still sitting in this office writing newsletters about the stock market, you know, and all of a sudden people are calling me, they want help, they want coaching. And um, it's sort of funny. I went into my in my my introvert mode. I am quite the introvert, and I th this is something I still feel a little sheepish about to this day. But I never returned a single one of those calls. It, you just, didn't. Oh my yeah. gosh, was I'm that like, two two thousand five still two thousand six? Well, let's see. John John did his launch in '04. Okay, so it was before. Okay, before anything would, yeah. that would come, and then in in two thousand. <laughs> In five, again, I'm sitting at right where I'm sitting. I got a phone call from, I had a partner in that business about the stock market. He was okay. a partner who helped with content. He supplied some content for one of my newsletters. Um, and uh, because when I started out, I didn't really have the confidence to be publishing to traders. It's a, it's a long story, but um, 
And so I built that business with him and I gave him 50% of everything. That was just how it worked. I did everything in the business. I did all the marketing, all the administration, all the, the setting up, the websites, everything. And he would, you know, each night would send me a couple hundred words of text and I would turn that into mm-hmm. something we would publish. Well, March of 2015, he calls me up and he and he essentially said, I, I, just, I decided to start my own competing business and I'm taking all of our clients with me. And, um, wow, that's terrible. It was, it was, um, you know, he essentially stole the business from Yes. And, um, and, and I remember I was literally seated right here. And back in the day we used phones with cords and I, I had that phone and I was like, I was like, it was just, I was in a state of shock, but I was like, okay, game on. Now, you know, I've been, I've been building these skills. This is 05. So I've been building these skills for almost a decade now. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to build something else that, uh, you know, the the exact business I want. And by that point, I was so much more excited about um, marketing and entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. than I was about the stock market. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I spent eight or nine years publishing about the stock market. I was a little bit over it. So At that point, I, I I started teaching people how to launch their products and services, and um, and because I had made friends and I'd helped people mm-hmm. like John mm-hmm. Reed, like uh, Ryan Dice, like Frank Kern, I went to them and said, you know, what would you do if you were me? And they're like, I'd create a course about how, you know yes. how to do launches, and and if you create that course, you know, I will I'll, I'll promote for it yeah, as as a partner. Because I had no list at all. I had, yes. you know, I built up a large list by that point, a very large list in the investment niche, mm-hmm. but I had zero list in the in the entrepreneur list uh, niche. But these guys are like, if you if you create that product, we'll we'll tell our list about it. We'll we'll be your joint venture partner. We'll promote as an affiliate. And so that's what we did. And in October 2005, came mm-hmm. out with the first version of Product Launch Formula, which is my coaching program. And that first launch did $600,000 in its first week. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, went on to do, we hit the million dollar mark within six months. Um, you know, since then, I've sold over $100 million in that, in, in the product launch formula brand and, mm-hmm. and add-ons to it. Um, but the the number I'm most proud of is, you know, my students have done mm-hmm. over a billion dollars in launches. Um, so it's, you know, I, I've done crazy things. I, I think last month we did um, our what was our seventeenth consecutive multi-million dollar launch. Amazing! Uh, I've done. Yeah, it's just nuts. These numbers are crazy. I know some people are listening. And they're like, I, you know, I can't even imagine those. Well, trust me, I couldn't imagine those numbers yeah. when I started out. I mean, I had one in '08. I had one hour. I think it was fifty-four minutes to get to a million dollars in a in a launch. So yeah, it's it's been it's been it's been a crazy ride that I yeah. could never have conceived of. Um, and but we've got clients around the world. We have some clients that have been with us since October twenty first, two thousand and five, when that first version of product launch, product launch formula came out. Mm-hmm. That they are still with us. Um, so we have this longevity of clients that's mm-hmm. just incredible. That's just unheard of. You know, I mean, you're all about branding, right? Mm-hmm. So. Product launch for me, like in 2005, in this market, in the teaching entrepreneurship, 
people would come out with a product and then three months later, they come out with a different product and a different product and a different product. And that was the way people operated. Yeah. People didn't create one, what became a brand. I, the product yes. launch formula is, is the first ever brand in this market. Yes. Um, yeah. If we call this marketing, you know, teaching entrepreneurship, even even if we expand it to like online teaching and training, right. I'm pretty sure it was and is the longest running brand, the mm-hmm. longest continually updated training there is. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's how we got here. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, that's an amazing uh, ride. Yeah. Um, but, but Rachel, yeah. just just to put a final ball on yes. it. A million dollars in an hour. Amazing. I've had more million dollar days than I can count. Um, 17 consecutive multi-million dollar launches, but the absolute, by far, the most important launch to me ever was that first one that did $1,650. Yeah, yeah. Because it just showed me what was possible. Right. That people would pay me for something they created. It proved that I could create something in my mind, tell people about it, and get paid for that, um, create value in the world and get compensated for that. that before that, I didn't have that belief. Right. And once I had the belief, then it's just been, it's just been tiny little incremental steps. If you've been thinking to yourself, I wish I had a personal brand that was easy to articulate and really captured all that I do, then look no further check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for a brand strategy session. We work with thought leaders, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, authors, and speakers all the time. And we've been doing this for nearly 15 years. We love the work we do and we would be so honored to help you uncover and define your personal brand. So check out www thebrandid.com today and sign up for your brand discovery session. My guess is that 1650 really put you in that, you know, shifted your mindset, not only about what was possible, but even confidence. Cause I can just imagine where you were before you started that newsletter, just given your personal circumstances, but then making that money, it just had a, and then, I'm guessing too, it was like the momentum of that, that kept pushing you forward to bigger and better uh, right. launches. Absolutely. There, there's a little side, I know we spent forever talking about my story, no, no, but, but there, I also had a parallel path I was pursuing there in 1996. And that was going back to grad school and getting a degree to okay. go back to the corporate world. So that shows you where my thinking was. It just, I mean, I already failed in the corporate world. So I was going to go spend two more years getting a graduate degree so I could go back to the corporate world where I hadn't done very well in the first yeah. one. So my thinking was a little off, but that was sort of the parallel path. So I was studying for the GMAT test, which was okay. the graduate level business test. Right. I studied and studied and studied and took the GMAT. I took a, I, I audited a course at a, at a university to sort of get some, I was just trying to build up a resume. And part of publishing that newsletter was if I publish this newsletter, I can put that on my resume. I don't have right. to tell, I don't have to tell them that it's a free newsletter and it's done via email. I just put that, I published this newsletter and maybe I get into grad school because, you know, you need a resume to get into grad school. Um, and so I did get accepted. And that first week of 97, when I did that first launch, I also started grad school for a graduate degree in finance. Wow. And um, I went to that first class. 
And I just finished this launch and I'm sitting there looking around this class and thinking about going to school for two years. And, you know, just listening to this professor drone on and in the middle of that class, I just, I got up and I walked out. Oh my gosh. I don't do, I don't do dramatic stuff like that. I do slow incremental stuff, but it was just so clear that the, to me, it was crystal clear that the internet was growing. Mm -hmm. This idea of of selling stuff online was growing. This idea of teaching and knowledge transfer online was growing. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just, I saw, I didn't see million dollar launches. Right. I didn't see even one one hundredth of what's happened, but I did see a legitimate path of being able to help people and Mm -hmm. build a business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know you have masterminds and you keep referring to we've helped people and we have people with us for 18 years. Is that through your mastermind programs or have in the past, had you also done some one-on-one work as well? Well, in the way distant past, I did uh, one, I would help people like basically manage their launches in which I would do a lot of their writing, their scripting. Okay. And, but I haven't done that since 2007. Um, that, that was the last time I did anything like that. And I mean, it was super lucrative. I was literally would get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars because yeah. I would get a percentage of the launch. Okay. Um, but even at that level of compensation, I, couldn't afford to do it because it took my focus off the business. So now, like um, when I say 18 years, we have people that bought product launch formula, Ray Edwards. I don't know if you're familiar with Ray. Ray Ray Edwards bought PLF the day it was released. (laughs) He upgrades every single year. So we have a path where people can can just for a very, very low amount of money. Mm -hmm. They can always stay current with their PLF. But then I do have masterminds. I've got actually two masterminds. One of them is for people that are maybe in that four, $400,000, $500,000 business up to maybe $3 million. And the other one's sort of that two to $3 million up to you know $30 million. I'm talking about business size. And um, the those groups, one started in 2010, one started in 2020. Um, and we have people that joined us in 2010 that are still in the group that have been to every single meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, Next, in two weeks from when when we're recording this, we're going to have our 39th meeting for that group. And there's some people that have been to 39 meetings. So it's amazing. It is. It is. How many people are in those masterminds? I think you keep them pretty small, right? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, small is a relative number. Um, The the one group where um, where I cap it at 50 and we tend to... run just under 50. I like to have a few spots available in case someone amazing comes along. And the other group, the newer group, you know, we started that around 20 people and we've been gradually growing it. And we're currently probably around 32 or 33 in that group. And, you know, we'll, I, um, we'll eventually get up into that 45 to 50 range, but I'm, I am so invested in these groups and I'm very involved in them. So I'm, I'm super protective of who we bring in. And, uh, you know, there is an extensive selection process and people have literally waited years to get in because the renewal rate runs at about 92, 93, 94% each year. So there's just very few spots become available. Um, so they're, they're wonderful groups. They're like, I think my biggest accomplishment might be these groups. They're just so powerful. Um, creating community is something. Yes. I'm, that's a core skill of mine. Yeah. And, 
Um, so needed too in the entrepreneurial world. Yeah, you know, we were talking about that before we started recording. Yeah. It, it, it can be a very lonely world. You yes. know, the greatest thing about this business, and this is an unbelievable business, is that you all all you need is you and a computer, or frankly, mm-hmm. you and a phone, and you mm-hmm. can be in business. And you can be in a business where you're actually helping people have better lives and yeah. get and get compensated very well for it. So that's the most amazing thing. You know, you and a phone, you and a computer, you're in business. You know, you look back a hundred years ago, what it took to get in business was crazy. Right. In, but the 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 biggest negative about this business is then it can often be just you and a computer. Or <laughs> right. So it can be it can be a little lonely, it can be a lot lonely. And so I know even from those very early days in the 90s, I made it a really big focus of mine to always be reaching out to people and mm-hmm. connecting with people just so it wasn't so lonely. Yeah. And I joined my first real mastermind in 1999, and it was incredibly powerful for me. I doubled my business in the next year. Then I joined a few years later, I joined a, a I sort of outgrew that one. Okay. Because my business was growing and other people's they were, but they just weren't keeping up with where mm-hmm. I was. Then I joined another mastermind and and again I doubled my business in like the year after I joined that mastermind. And so, but then I outgrew that one and and, and then in 2010, I was like, okay, I'm just going to create the perfect mastermind that I want to be in. And that's, that's what I did that, you know, and that that's my, we call it platinum plus. Um, and it's got some names that you would certainly actually a name you've already mentioned. In our yeah, pre- yeah. 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 Um, so it's got, it's got a lot of like the big name folks, but it's also a lot of people you've never heard of that are operating around the world. We've got I mean, there are people from five continents in that group. Um, there's, I don't know, there has to be a dozen countries represented mm-hmm. in that group um, in every market and niche from from tennis to, to knitting mm-hmm. to psychotherapy um, and on and on and on, dog training, you name it. Yeah. And do you think most of those people join because they're going to launch something or is it other aspects of the masterminds that attracts them to it? Well, I'll tell you what, Rachel, when I first launched that mastermind, so that's in 2010. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, we all, we all have stories in our head. We all, we're, we're, we're story machines. We're all creating stories in our head all the time. So one of the stories I had was, yeah, these folks join my mastermind and they paid a lot of money. Sure. And, you know, I like, if they, I don't want them to just come in and do a launch and then leave because mm-hmm. At the end of the day, this is still a continuity program where people are paying each year. Right. And, and any type of continuity, you want to, what makes continuity work is people renewing. So my my initial fear was these folks are going to, they're going to come in, they're going to learn from me on how to do a launch, and then they're going to leave. Um, and so at the very first meeting, I, I, I walked around. Stuff in front of the room. I'm like, thanks for joining us. It's gonna be a you know great group. So so happy y'all join me here. And I just want to be really clear on one thing. So, you know, you guys know I need teach launches, and this whole community is about launches, but this group isn't about launches. This group is about building amazing businesses. And even beyond that, it's about building amazing lives. So having a business that's doing great for you, but also a business that allows you to have a life outside of your business to the level you want. So that was that was sort of my 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 pitch to them right from the very beginning. And it's really sort of proven out. Um, you know, we've had people in there just do incredible launches. Um, but we also have I've had people that have been in the group for 13 years that haven't done a launch yet because mm. they have a different type of business yes. that fit into this 
like one owns an agency right. and it's like he takes the principles and he applies it for his clients, but he hasn't done a launch himself. Another guy mostly buys and sells businesses. So he hasn't done a classic launch, but they still fit in the group because right. at the end of the day, the group is, it's about amazing entrepreneurs who are building amazing businesses and facing all the challenges of that. You know, the challenge, you know, what when we started out that group, I'd say most of the people that joined in that first year at business is about maybe between a hundred thousand and 200,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a couple people that had a million dollar business. Mm-hmm. There's one person that had a $10 million business, but it was mostly a hundred thousand, 200,000. Um, and like I said, now to get in that group, you sort of need to be in that, I'd say minimum two, $3 million. Mm-hmm. The growth in that group is just, been insane Amazing. and that just shows you not it's not just it's not me being brilliant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's the group being brilliant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know my job in running a mastermind is not to be it's it's not to put on coaching events where i get up there and teach because no one's got 39 minute meetings of teaching in them yeah you, yeah you think about it people have been to 39 two-day meetings I don't have 78 days of content. I mean, I can talk for a long time, but I don't have 78 days of content. But the group as a whole um, is is so powerful and, and mm-hmm. it just, just moved mountains. I mean, mm-hmm. literally changed the industry, the folks in this group. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I, don't, I, I think I got off on a tangent there, but- No, no, that's yeah. very interesting. What What do you see from your vantage point of working with these groups, especially this one since 2010, what would you say are the characteristics of um, the successful founders, the successful owners? The, so this group, you know, it self-selects, right? There are people that I think, you know, you, we all as entrepreneurs, we attract people that yes. that are like us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, you know, so I can tell, answer that question for this group, but I don't know if it, if it, if it's a, you know, if it applies all across entrepreneurs, but I know in this group, um, you know, there, there's a mix. Uh, they, they, they do a very good job of holding two qualities, two opposing qualities at the same time. And one is humility mm-hmm. that they, they, humility and service that they show up in that room to help each other mm-hmm. and they show up in that room knowing there are just brilliant people and and they that there are times they need just to just shut up and listen mm-hmm. um so there is you know this core humility that i think allows us to learn and grow mm-hmm. and it, and the opposing piece is just this swagger and this badassery mm-hmm. that they're like I'm just, I'm a badass. I make stuff happen. I create big things in my mind and then I go and create them in the world. And I'm humble enough yeah. to be able to say, oh, I, I don't know this. Oh, this other person knows more about this. Oh, I have this huge blind spot about this because we're all blind to mm-hmm. our own stuff, right? So I think I think the, those you know, big visions for their lives, maybe not big in consumption, sure. uh, but 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 big vision. Uh, most of them a big vision of service. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned dog training. One Susan Garrett's um, been in the group since 2010, and she's an absolute star in the group. She teaches dog agility, 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, her business has grown at least tenfold mm-hmm. over these years, at least tenfold. And her mission is to make all, do- all dogs' lives better mm-hmm. and all dog owners' lives better in the entire world. You know, it's a it's a really big mission. Yes. And so, I mean, she's got this swagger. In fact, one of her dogs was uh, that was her dog's name was Swagger. Um, but also this humility to like, yeah, I, I I'm in this room of amazingness, of incredible depth and diversity and knowledge and wisdom. And I need to, I need to shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's what comes to mind after yeah. top of mind. And you know, a, a dedication to like getting, you know, acquiring the skills and mastery at the skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, in this group we'll talk every we'll talk every aspect of business from, you know, from from team building to leadership mm-hmm. to financial stuff to acquiring businesses to selling businesses to the tech aspects of getting email delivered. But of course, we also we talk marketing and there is a real focus on the mastery of marketing, which is the mastery of getting your message down, getting your offers down. So people just they they so you compel people, so you attract people into your world. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business of You. If you found a little dose of inspiration or learned something new, please leave a review and share it with a friend or even two. Interested in building your brand and business? Tune in next time to the Business of You podcast. And remember, there's only one you. You're the biggest differentiator your business has. Until next time, friends.